This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways throughout Australia. Hi there, good day, and welcome to this episode of the Settlement Guide, a series where we help you navigate life in Australia. Whether you arrived today, have been living here for years, whether you were born in Australia or you're planning to move here shortly, this series is for you. My name is Claudiana Blanco, and I came to live in Sydney more than a decade ago, and I'm still learning about life down under every day. Today, we will explore the gains and pains of turning 18 in Australia. What does it mean to become an adult in practical terms? Turning 18 really means that you're independent, that you're responsible for yourself and your behaviours. Adulthood can bring about significant changes, from reaching the legal age to social security payments and other coming-of-age markers. It is an important stage in life. Let's get started. By law, Australians are considered adults at 18. Senior Solicitor of Youth Law Australia, Kate Richardson, outlines the shift that takes place at that age in legal terms. Across Australia, turning 18 and becoming an adult really means that your parents or guardians no longer have parental responsibility for you under the law. And as an adult, you're independent. So that means that you're responsible for yourself and your behaviours. While you're under 18 years old, in some situations, the child or young person has reduced capacity under the law. Across Australia, 18 is the legal age for gambling and buying cigarettes. It is also the legal age for alcohol purchase, but regulation of alcohol consumption on private premises for under-18s can be different depending on where you live. The legal age to buy or drink alcohol in a licensed venue is 18 years old. Generally, it's against the law for someone under the age of 18 to drink alcohol on private premises. So that's at home or it could be at another person's house unless the alcohol is supplied by a parent or guardian or someone who has been given permission by the parent or guardian. There are some small differences across different states and territories, especially about drinking under the supervision of an adult in private premises. Stephen Roberts is a professor of education and social justice at Monash University. One of his specialty research areas is young people's transition to adulthood. He says parents concerned about risky alcohol consumption would do well to educate their children about the risks, but they also need to be realistic piece of advice, I think, is not to hammer too hard on the point of abstinence. Drinking, for example, is deeply ingrained in the Australian culture. It's quite normalised and it would make not a lot of sense to impose a kind of flat out barring of engaging in practices that are so embedded in a culture, especially at a time when a young person is legally allowed to do so. Professor Roberts suggests modelling best practice, including drinking responsibly, as one of the ways parents can support their children in transitioning to adulthood. So things like pacing themselves, getting the balance right and openly discussing pleasure 
as well as the social and health consequences of things like drinking too much. And they might also want to talk to their kids about finding ways to look out for one another in their friendship group so they can cultivate um, peer group norms of respect and care. I think moderation and understanding and open communication is a really critical thing to undertake at this important juncture. A child reaching adulthood can affect a family's access to social security benefits. Hank Yongen, General Manager of Services Australia, gives the example of the Family Tax Benefit, a two-part payment helping parents with the cost of raising children. Part A is a payment for each child until they complete year 12 or an equivalent qualification. The other part of the payment is Family Tax Benefit Part B, which is the payment made per family and generally eligibility is determined by the youngest child. However, it really depends on your individual family circumstances, how long Part A and Part B will continue, but they're assessed separately. A straightforward change when an individual turns 18 is the eligibility to apply for financial assistance on their own. Key payment that's generally paid for young people aged younger than 24 is youth allowance. In order to receive a youth allowance, you must be studying an approved course full-time or you must be undertaking an Australian apprenticeship. Also, if you're 18 and you're looking for work, then you may still be eligible for youth allowance, but as a job seeker rather than as a student. While in legal terms an 18-year-old is independent, they can still be considered dependent when it comes to assessing payment eligibility. One of the key misconceptions is people don't realise that once the child turns 18 and is considering their eligibility for youth allowance, the child needs to apply, not the parent, even though the parental income test still applies. Either as a full-time student or as a job seeker, they are still considered to be dependent until they turn 22. What that means is that we take into account the parent's income in a eligibility. To apply for support that suits one's needs, Mr Youngen advises young adults to create their online MyGov account. I strongly encourage anyone aged 18, first step is to go to MyGov, second step is to create a MyGov account and then use the information to steer you towards the best place to lodge a claim, which you can do online. If English is your second language and you need some help, you can give us a call on 131202. It's a free interpreter service for over 200 languages. According to Professor Roberts, the transition to adulthood in Australia is a gradual process, considering the changes in social norms and economic conditions compared to previous generations. Basically, in short, getting a full-time job, leaving the family to start independent living, starting a family of one's own. Over the last 30 to 40 years, all of these things have become less and less common for people who are aged 18 and, for that matter, even 21. And that's common for those social markers of adulthood to be achieved basically much later into the 20s or even 30s. Then lastly, I think important to stress, there are growing numbers of young people who not only delay the attainment of these markers, but also kind of reject them altogether. Hitting the 18 age mark does not always mean you do certain things under the law, says Miss Richardson. 
some examples include you don't necessarily need to be 18 to have sex, to have a job, to have your own bank account, to consent to medical treatment, to leave school, to leave home, to be charged with a crime or even to get free legal advice without a parent or guardian. In Australia, there are some statutes that define the age a young person can do something. In other cases, it can depend on their capability and the situation they are in. Ms Richardson says it is always advisable to check what applies for an individual based on their specific circumstances. For example, a young person can consent to medical treatment under the age of 18 if the doctor thinks that they can understand the advantages and risks of the treatment. And when making this decision, the doctor considers many different factors. There are some circumstances where a young person under 18 can get a passport without permission of their parent or guardian. And there are quite a lot of special circumstances. So we do recommend that a young person gets legal advice to see if any could apply to them. Resources outlining the rights of young adults under the law can be found through the Legal Aid Commissions and Youth Legal Services in each state and territory. Youth Law Australia is an online legal community service providing advice covering nationwide legislation. Parents can find useful information on the government-funded Racing Children Network website. Youth Law Australia website has legal fact sheets for all states and territories on many different legal problems that young people might experience, including information about when you can get married, when you can have a job, when you can drive. For parents, a really good resource is the Raising Children Network. They have many articles about the legal age for teenagers and how the law applies to young people. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Settlement Guide, written and produced by Zoe Tomaidu and hosted by me, Claudiana Blanco. The Settlement Guide Managing Editor is Rosa Germian. Until next time. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio. 